Alright, CT crew, so we're coming to y'all right now with a nice little PSA. Me and B, every night we have a feud about the thermostat. When we go to sleep, I want it to be warm and cozy. Brittany likes it to be cold. This shit is crazy. Yeah, so basically, our solution was everybody get their own comforter. Then you can control the temperature and your coziness however you like to. So Bruce has his comforter that I, he sleeps under, and I have my throw blanket that I sleep under. The shit was crazy. I ain't even gonna lie. But the good news is that we have a solution to make both of us happy. I don't know that. Right. We found a comforter called Stone, and basically there's a cool side and a warm side. So you can have the best of both worlds. No argument, no two blankets. Exactly. So it's the first ever dual zone comforter that keeps us both happy. So it's a great Valentine's Day gift for everyone to enjoy for years to come. And we got a promo code, Couples1. That's Couples1. And you can use this promo code at Amazon.com and get 25% off of your first comforter there. All right? So never fight over the comforter again. Never fight over the thermostat again. Ain't that right, babe? Right. Yeah, we sleeping comfortable now. Get yours. Are you willing to go all the way? Now that you're here, will you stay? You're all I need to make me complete. Oh, baby. Baby, all I wanna do is give you that life. <laughs> Therapies Podcast, episode 15. Say hey to the people, baby. Hey, y'all. All right. So we back with another episode here, and um, <clears throat> we're excited. You know what I mean? I feel like we've been gone, but we're actually on time, so this is great. Right? On time is good. On time is great. So, there's been a lot of stuff going on, and we're going to hit it all. After that damn R. Kelly situation, we just, oh my God, it's just, I'm glad it's over with, right? Well. It's not over with. It ain't over. This shit never <laughs> It's just a song that never ends this like lamb chops, bro. thing until, until R. Kelly is rotting under the jail. The shit ain't never over. Who said he was going to rot under jail? Can we not yeah. talk about him today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't like, R. Kelly, so we did This is how you get sucked in. I swear, bro. But anyway, one thing and then it just spiraled into a whole conversation about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Tell the people what we've been up to. What have we been up to? What have we been up to? I feel like we've just been working. Like on some realness, like straight up. Yep. Working. That's about it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) now that we got that out of the way. about um, About our situation that was resolved. Oh, update. I don't think so because it happened when we were gone. Well, not when we were gone. On our off week. Yeah, but um, so guys, if you remember a couple episodes back when we told you about our neighbor Happy Feet upstairs, we are happy to report that they basically up out of here. They moved out. We didn't put them out. (laughs) We didn't run them off. 
they're technically moving out. And I could have sworn I heard a baby today, but I think it was the dude across the hall upstairs. Bro, that shit got a show. Either so. way. Every time all, I hear a thumble up that motherfucker, I'm like, oh no, they're back. All my prayer is, is that the neighbors that we get now are cool as far as like noise and stuff. Because we're not loud people. We understand that we live in an apartment complex, so you're going to hear other people. But my goodness, that was a lot. And I think basically they were like at dual houses, like wherever they moved at now and here, because they would be coming back and forth for weeks. But I haven't seen her this week. Nah, it was there Saturday. And it was fucked up because I thought they were... Gone, gone? No, nah, it was crazy because I was talking to my mom and... I was looking outside the window and she was like, you need to be nosy. I'm like, I ain't that type of guy. She was like, I'm taking your You're dip. not that type of guy. You sent me a picture of them through the window with a U-Haul truck. What do you mean? That was because my mom requested that picture. But you sent it to me. I didn't even know what was going yeah, on. I sent it to you because I was like, oh yeah, let me show B. <laughs> I'm not that type of guy. I'm not nosy like that. So I'm just in here chilling. He not nosy like but that, but he what sent made me a picture. Up, that was the, the first window. time when I saw them with the U-Haul because I was excited. Shit, that was a joyous occasion. <laughs> Celebrate good times. Come on, nigga. Shit. Um, it was wild because her parents was here. The only thing that was a dead giveaway because they had a Michigan hat on. How you know they was her parents? It had. It was older people. No. It was. It had to be her parents. I don't think she. It was from an here. older man. It was an older dad, and he had on a Michigan hat. And this is the second time I've seen him, but he had his truck, and it was a mattress hanging out the back. And I'm like, are they taking a the mattress out or putting the mattress in? So I was starting to think that it was people moving in. I'm like, they haven't even had enough time to remodel it. My mom was like, well, you don't know, you be at work all day. I'm like, remodel what? Like not remodel it, but fix the place up and shit. You know what I'm saying? If uh. they had already gotten out. Oh, okay. Because we haven't heard them, so I thought they were gone already. No, they was at both places. Right. But by that time, I thought they had already left because I just feel like I hadn't seen them in like a week or whatever. So I was like, all right, it's cool. They gone. Um, So I'm thinking it was new people moving in, but I was like, no, I remember that hat. And then I was like, yo, it's a mattress. Did they just put that mattress in there or are they putting that mattress or are they taking it out and putting it upstairs? I'm like... Are they moving in or moving out? So it would trip me out. And then I saw the girl. Like, all right, cool. That's them. They leaving. But uh, yeah, I think that was the last of it. That was the last of it. I'm that glad they gone. That wasn't the last of it. It wasn't. No, I told how you, much shit did they have? I told you the other day. Her and her boyfriend was here with a storage truck, and they were moving stuff. Well, I'm talking about this was Saturday. Th- like this past Saturday. Yeah, when you was at um at the salon. Oh, this is. I'm thinking two weeks ago. Yeah. It was a Friday night. No, this happened Saturday. But nonetheless, hopefully Small we get weed every day. Friday neighbors. Oh Why did you press that? Because <laughs> I'm excited. I was trying to find something. We don't even smoke weed. I know. No day. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Put the damn buttons down, Bruce. <laughs> All right. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Anyway, celebrate. Happy feet gone. Let's move on to the next portion of this shit. If y'all can see my face right now. Look, man. Just because Ice Cube on TV in the background (laughs) don't mean you got to smoke weed every day. I thought it was going to play the... uh, Come on and keep this moving along. It was going to play. My bad. Anyway, let's go. So, um, yeah, we're going to start it off with uh, our normal little... Order, Back in my day. Order of going. Back in my day. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> today, we're going to start it off with 
first kiss. Do you remember your first kiss? Yeah, it was horrible. That's why you don't like kissing right now. I don't like kissing because it's nasty. <sighs> this is what my life become, y'all. I swear to God. It's germs. Any female that know me from my past probably just like, what? It's germs. And that's how people get mono. That's these Virginia girls. Mononucleosis. Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> tell us about your first kiss, Brittany, and how terrible it was and how it fucked you up even to this day. That's not why I don't like kissing. I don't like kissing because it's just... We know. It's all we wet know. and it's just ugh to yeah, me. Yeah, so anyway, um, your but, first kiss. Um, yeah, my first kiss. And how you messed it up? I was... It was the summer between... What summer was that? It was the summer... It was the summer between 7th and 8th grade, I think it was. You had the first kiss before me? Was well, it? technically, yeah, I guess you said. I think it was the summer between 7th and 8th grade, and I was in this camp called NYSP. I don't remember what it stands for. One summer, I did NYSP at ODU, and then the next summer, I did it at Norfolk State or the other way around. I don't know. Well, this was the time when I was at ODU, and our camp counselor, we called him Bubba, he was this cool white dude. Like, he reminded us of Bubba Sparks, and this was the time when Bubba Sparks was popping, so <laughs> we was like, can we call you Bubba Sparks? He was like, I don't care what y'all call me, as long as y'all listen. So, <laughs> all summer long, we called him Bubba Sparks, and it was like the last week of camp, and we went to Ocean Breeze, and... When we were in the van, it was this dude that I had been flirting with, like, the whole time we were there. And, like, we would always be chilling together and whatever. And we were in the van on the way to Ocean Breeze. And Genuine in those jeans was playing. And he asked me if he could kiss me. Damn, he asked? Yeah. My story about to be so much better. And I was like, like we were were holding hands. And he he leaned over and he was like, do you mind if I kiss you? I want to kiss you. What investment banker is this? And I was like, this nigga, I had never done it before. So I was just like, I was like, yeah. I picture this nigga wearing a vest with glasses. I was like, yeah, but. I don't know if I'll be good Would at it. I've I never kissed anybody Would before. You mind if I kissed you? And he was like, oh, "Okay." And then we kissed. He ain't know how to kiss me. And my lip like oh, on God. the the pullback, my lip got stuck. On what? He had braces. Of course. I <laughs> had braces too that And I she was just was like I was just like I do not like the way this feels. That was my first thought. That's wild. I was like, I don't like the way this feels. My first kiss was so rememberable. A tongue just feels weird to me. Tongue kissed you? Yeah. It just feels weird to me. And then it's wet and warm. You're just a pecker. My goodness. Now I am. You just. You remember that day my sister and me dropped you off home and she was saying we gave each other a kiss? And she said, what did she say? What did she say? She was like, oh, yeah, thank you for um for toning it down and not slobbing her down in front of me or something she said. And you was like, 
your sister a square anyway. That's how we kiss all the time. Uh, <laughs> like, he mad. Yes. <laughs> Fucking life is a lie. I can't help it. Shit is wild. It's so wild to the point now, y'all, that I'm so used to fucking pecking. I don't even remember how tongue kiss. I really don't. And when I tell you that tongue kissing is more passionate than like intercourse when I was younger, shit's crazy. I literally, you know how like in the 80s movies and shit, like the coming of age movies, people used to just kiss for like the whole movie and shit like that. That's how serious kissing was for us. Okay. You could kiss for the whole movie and not even feel a thing about it. My like, parents always told me you don't kiss no boys. <sighs> this nigga still be listening to everything <laughs> that the damn parents tell you, goddammit. And it's like, it to the goddamn altar like it's just law. <laughs> she still believed goddamn two fairies is too long. <laughs> no, because ain't no tea fella. I ain't got no money. All right. Anyway, my first kiss, kiss, the beautiful, lovely first kiss. I'm not going to say her name. I contemplated this shit all, all Don't week. say nobody name. I ain't going to lie. She had a dope name, but. I ain't gonna say her name though, just for safety purposes. Cause safety really... purposes. Cause y'all need some creeps out here, doc. What's gonna happen to somebody? You the one that didn't want to tell nobody nothing, so you should understand where I'm coming from right now. I agree not to say nothing, but what does safety got to do with it? Anyway, you don't know if she. I, safety of I don't privacy, use names because oh, right? I'm about to say I don't use names because I don't know if they want their business in the streets. Whatever. Anyway, the first kiss, it was homecoming. And this is what my girlfriend. In high school? Yeah, it was ninth grade. I kissed before you? I just told you that. You had your first kiss before Oh, man. look at me out here thotting and bopping. Hey, seventh grade in those. You ain't that a bitch. <laughs> anyway, I thought y'all was doing it. But, uh, yeah, this is my girlfriend. Uh, ninth grade, homecoming. She was in eighth grade. I was not on no R. Kelly shit. That's what you did back then, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was funny how me and her got together. I'm going to give you the whole origin story. Lord, we don't need the origin quick. story. It's really quick. We it's just really need quick. the you kiss. You gave me your origin story about y'all being at whatever the fuck it was. The origin story. I just set the scene of where we were. Listen, dude. Let me just get this real quick. Since you had a song to go with, I have a song to go with mine. Okay, Bruce. And you prolonging the situation. Go so, ahead. Uh... I was on SGA at the school at the time when I was in middle school, actually, because I met her when I was in eighth grade. She was in seventh grade. So, <laughs> this shit crazy. Me and my boy Stephen was at the lunch table one day, and I was like, this girl right here, she going to be my girlfriend. No bullshit. And my boy Stephen was like, this girl right here, she going to be my girlfriend. It was They were best friends or whatever. I believe, yeah, anyway, they were best friends or whatever. So... I ended up making this shit happen, but the way it happened was I was SGA. I had came up with this idea for a fundraiser at our school called the White Tea Party. In order to get to the party at the school, you had to be, you had to have a white tea on. He's so square. That shit was popping back then. You know it was. White tea is back then. A white tea party is not special because everybody wears white teas. I know, but it was just the idea of it because so we were talking about coming. the Boston Tea Party. And so, nigga, in social stuff. Go, because right now, right now, what you doing? It's just the most. We were talking about the Boston Tea Party and social studies. So, if it's a situation, had a white tea party for the listen, Boston Listen, man. So what ended up happening was and you called me square. We ended up um, linking up the dance. The song that came on was Obar Marion, and when I tell you. 
that song has a special place in my heart still to this day. I ain't even gonna lie. So she danced. We had this little dance called no, the no two step. No, no songs that don't got nothing to do with me had no special place. Look, no way. God damn it. We did the two step. And next thing you know, me and her danced for the whole rest of that damn night. Like, no bullshit. Got her number. And you know, back then, you called a girl, talked to her for a couple hours. Next thing you know, y'all go together. That's just how it went. Oh, no. Nah. We know it didn't go like that in your little <laughs> your little square world of boy called the house and my daddy Virginia. was like, "You want me to tell him not to call him no more, or you gonna tell him not to call him no more?" Look, man, and I, I was, was the just, nigga that was hiding between the mattress, and I was just like, "All right, I guess I'll tell." <laughs> my mama said I gotta get off the phone, but I'm gonna just have you call me back in ten minutes. I'm over here covering the whole. She the called phone my you back body. in ten minutes. Yeah, cause my mom would be like, "It's time to go to bed." But then the phone rang. Yes, but I covered it up with my whole body. Y'all I have only had one phone? I had my own line. Oh, I was about to say. I had my own line. Oh, okay. Was, but it was really the internet line, but after I got off the computer, I was able to hook it up to my Back phone. Back to right your phone, yeah. Okay. For y'all millennials, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> that was the real motherfucker. You used struggle. to have to use a <laughs> phone to, to have a internet. house phone <laughs> that was wired to the wall. <laughs> but anyway, so fast forward. We ended up becoming um, a thing or whatever the case was. I'm in freshman year of high school. She's in eighth grade. Took her to homecoming or whatever the case was. So we ended up dancing and then we sat down. I give her props for this shit still to this day. So the music loud and shit and we was talking to one another. And she leaned forward. She was like, come here. And we were talking to each other for a second. And then she, she said, said something. You got something in your eyes. Come here. Let me get it out. And then no, she kissed you. Y'all corny. She said something, but she said it mad low. So I said, uh-huh. And then she leaned back over, and that's when she, you know, saying, kiss me or whatever. And then she was smooth as a bitch. Caught me all up. Corn she initiated the whole kid. Ball. Nigga, yo, yo, weak ass nigga asked you for a proposition. He asked permission. He was a gentleman. And he I asked was a permission. Lady. Whoever raised him don't have to worry about rape culture well, with him. Well, all I know is her fast ass put the moves on me, goddammit. See, I won't fast. <laughs> Yeah, I, you was kissing the nigga in the backseat of the Hummer, goddamn. It, it. won't the backseat. We won't <laughs> no Hummer. We were actually in the front row. Oh, y'all niggas, wow. <laughs> y'all niggas did it in front of everybody to see. Them niggas was watching the streets and people was talking. Everybody and saw that on shit. On their phone. Your homegirl came back in the cabin that night. I saw you. Kiss. A cabin? It wasn't an overnight camp. It wasn't an overnight camp. Y'all camp suck. We used to stay overnight. Michigan State, University of Michigan. Eastern and Ipsy, nigga, we used to stay the whole week. No, nah, we didn't stay. It wasn't overnight. We would just go every every day. Every night? Oh, it was a day camp. Yeah. It was from it like ten to six or something like that. But Yeah, you couldn't trust people though. That was it. That shit. It'd be some other shit. Yeah, but that was my first kiss. Mine is we can put a vote to it, y'all, but I believe mine was a more vote. Mine was more interesting. It don't matter. Because it was at a dance and she caught you off guard. And she was my girl. Because she raped your mouth because she didn't ask for permission first. And I liked it. I did. I ain't gonna lie. You disgusted. That was my first kiss. Who is this man? Anyway. So, I know this is gonna be a sensitive topic, but did you ever play hide and go get it when you was little? No. I'm not gonna talk about that dance. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. Cause I ain't gonna lie, we did, but I'm not gonna go into details about that. What do you go get? The girl. Oh. But you should just We're not gonna get into that. You ain't do nothing because we ain't know what the fuck. I mean, right when there. you say hide and go get it, I'm like, at what age were you getting it and what is it? 
the girl, like, you go, like, fill on them or some shit. That's where I no. really got my first kiss, but it was on the cheek, though. I ain't never played that. That's where I got my first kiss, though. I was hiding behind a barbecue pit in her backyard, and the girl came over. Her name was Shower, I think it was. And, uh, or I thought we won't use the name. That's a random ass name. I don't know this girl to this day. If what? I saw her in the street, I would not know who this girl was to this day. Only black people she was, was like, the next girl is a random name. No, I didn't use your last name. See, the girl that I was dating in middle, in high school, I would have had to say her full name because she had one of them names that you just had to say the last name with it. You couldn't just say her first name. Okay. It came together like a tri-core quest. So, yeah, we're going to skip high and go get it. So, that I'm going to skip my next point, too, because I was going to say, were we fast kids? But I want we fast. Know we fast. I ain't going to lie. We wasn't fast either, but we did Y'all what was typical kids did. No. I can't say none of my friends, but the friends that I hung around didn't. Don't play me, dog. Like yo, my cousin friends did. Like your cousins in general, probably. No, my it was only one cousin that I always hung around, but her friends. All the cousins you got, the motherfuckers was all out there. But I wasn't with them. Right, thank God, because you would have been different. What you mean? You would have been different because you would have been right out there playing hide and go get it with him. No. You, oh, you would have been that cousin that would have ran out. They want me to play hide and go No, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do what I didn't want to do. Like, I remember playing yeah, Seven Minutes what? Seven minutes in Heaven. Wow. And I just sat in the closet. And had a conversation with the nigga. No. You didn't even say nothing to him? I was like... I don't know what you usually do in seven minutes and having in the closet with whoever you've been in there with, but that's not going down. And then we literally just sat there until they knocked on the door. (laughs) I'm not shaking your hand. Get your hand out of my face. But I sat there until they knocked on the door and time was up. Because I'm telling you right now. I'm not going, I'm not going to impede on y'all fun. I'm not going to be out here being like, a fun killer. That's why I chose you. But I'm not just going to be. From your aura that you that just wasn't that type do. of girl. I can sense from your aura you weren't that type of girl. These daughters out here, in my <laughs> youths, Lord have mercy. They not. Shut up, Brittany. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something real mean. Anyway, so <laughs> we can just skip all that part because you just took the fun out of all that shit. Why? Because I was a good girl? I was yes, square? Yes, it's whack. I don't even like that term, good girl. But, whatever. Why you couldn't be a preacher's daughter? Preacher's daughters with the freaks, bro. I swear to I was goodness. like, no, but that's the funny thing. A lot of people would hypothesize or guess or whatever that about me because I was always in church. They was like, oh, you're a church girl. They be the ones. You gotta watch them. I said a preacher's daughter. That's a difference. No, but I'm saying this is what they would say to me. Everybody preachers, everybody that had a preacher for a daddy, them girls was some runners, bro. I swear to goodness. I swear to goodness. But I was like, that don't mean I'm not stereotypical in any type of way. Well, actually in some ways I am I kind of was a church boy, but I was a musician at the same time. So, you know, musicians, that shit. It's it's (laughs) two things, either you're gay or you thought. Anyway. Is you a choir director? I want a choir director. No, no, <laughs> the let's get this shit straight. The way you sit that drink. <laughs> I can't even do it right. That's your shit. 
Yeah, I was drinking that shit like a, a, a short <laughs> glass of pineapple juice that's Whatever. behind the pool pit. Damn <laughs> shit. Whatever. Anyways. Next uh, topic. Next topic. So, your first long distance relationship. My first. I had a lot of them, honestly. I was about to say something, but I don't want to be disrespectful. What you about to say? Didn't I just say I don't want to be disrespectful? What you about to say? Just don't say it disrespectfully. Can you give me a hint? God damn. The whole thing was just a disrespect. It would have been a, a It would have been a, not to you. It would have been a disrespectful moment. So I would say my first long distance relationship was the year after I graduated high school. How's it disrespectful? Oh, you I'll you're skipping you, over one? I'll tell you off mic. You must why. be skipping over one. No. That was the first long distance one. So what's the disrespect? I will tell you off mic. Don't yell, babe. You're fucking up the levels. I'm sorry, but you're not listening to me. Okay. But yeah, I was 19. It didn't start out that way. But the guy I was dating ended up joining the army. And we basically had a long distance relationship after that. That was the first one. Okay. Well, let's put it this way. What was your I first feel like my first long distance relationship when I went to college too, but... Did you like it? I did. And then I had a couple more while I was in college. Um, a couple just, more? Yeah, because that was solely because I couldn't stop talking to girls back home. Uh, you so, what, you had a new girlfriend every year? No. It felt like it, but it was like every two years. Oh. Uh. Yeah, because I kept long relationships for the most part. It was like they just built on top of each other. One was a year and a half. One was... One was two years, and then the last one was three years, and then we met. Well, yeah. we got together. But, um, yeah, I, honestly, I consider high school relationships a long-distance relationship because... What? Listen, hear me out. I have a logic behind it. The reason why I feel that way is because you get a lot of time to see them until you go home to your respective homes. And the reason why I call it a long-distance relationship is because it's the feeling that you get. So, when you remember high school, you used to get the butterflies and all that shit. Like, I remember in senior high school, my high school sweetheart, um, we were so attached and joined at the hip that we had a lot of classes together and everything. But we had our first hour together. And, um, like, if I wouldn't be in class or some shit like that, her girlfriends would be like, damn, I'm glad you came today. Like, when I get there, like, say, for instance, if I ain't come to class in the first hour and then I see them at, like, lunch or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm glad you came here because this morning, every time something came to the door, her ass was looking up like a goddamn uh, puppy or some shit. Her ears just went on alert looking to see if it was your ass and then vice versa. Like, if she was coming late to school or some shit, I was constantly looking at the door thinking that it's her when she came in. Little shit like that when you were Oh, yeah, you I was know, in the same young. grade. Yeah, we was in the same grade, yeah. Mm. Um... And it's just the idea that you get your a lot of time together and you go to your respective homes. You may not see each other until you get back to school. And then when you get back to school, that's when your relationship starts again. That's kind of like a long-distance relationship in a weird way. No. It's the same feeling. I don't agree. It's the same feeling because with a long-distance relationship, you're away from each other for this long period of time. Everything is good because you're just talking over the phone. My experience. Phone conversations... Let me finish what I'm saying. Damn. <laughs> Every time you pause, I thought you was done. Well, I ain't. Okay. I'm over here talking about a phone conversation. Go ahead. I'm giving you sign language here. Okay, phone So, phone conversation. Um, anyway, phone conversations. 
it's like that's your own that's your only interaction with that person. So it's like you don't get to see shit that they do. You don't see their mannerisms. You don't gauge whether they trifling or not. You don't. It's just a lot of shit you don't pick up on. So everything is just perfect. Same way in high school. Just when y'all about to get into some drama and shit, you go back home. Same way with a long distance relationship. You see that person. They may come and see you. They only gonna stay for like a weekend, a week, at tops. Soon as the shit's about to hit the fan. They leave. So it's enough time allotted to where y'all only spend enough time to just have good moments. When you first get into a relationship with somebody where y'all together constantly and y'all like live together and shit like that, that's why they say marriage is hard because you're constantly around this person 24 hours a day. All the free time that you had to yourself before, all the alone time you had to yourself before, all that shit's gone now. And you have to share it with this person. And then you got to find moments to just have your you time without pissing that person off if they want to be under you and around you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Long as this relationship is crazy. My first long as this relationship was when I went to college. Freshman year, my high school sweetheart. That shit lasted a semester. And by that time, I'm pretty sure she was probably flirting slash fucking somebody. And she told me the shit wasn't going to work. She hit me with some, you left me. You left me. I ain't going to lie. She got a lot of shit going on. She had a lot of shit going on. And I can understand if she felt like I left her. Because she ain't had nobody there. Like, everybody just isolated her. She got kicked out the church because of me. The much she out here running life. <laughs> I have a record of that shit. But anyway, your first long distance relationship. So, back to what you were saying about high school. Before you cut me off. When I was cutting you off. Um, No. I would not consider a high school type of relationship the same as a long distance relationship. I don't know who you was dating in high school where you only saw them at school. I mean, for the most part. Y'all didn't hang out at each other's house? Uh, Y'all didn't go out on dates? Sometimes, yeah. We did. I mean, yeah, be like normal, but your bulk of your interaction with each other was at school. We didn't really hang out tough, tough until like the summer, but during school, you get out of school at four o'clock. You, like me, I used to go play ball with my boys and go home and I just. We got out of school at two. You're right. We got, I'm saying, we got out of school at two too, but by the time you get done doing your homework, all that shit, which I never did anyway, I just played basketball all that, but by the time you get done with all that shit. Y'all didn't talk on the phone? That's all we did. But y'all didn't see each other like after class or anything? Not really. Y'all hang out on the weekends? I would take her home. Y'all hang out on the weekends? Definitely hang out on the weekends. So how would that be long distance? The reason why I'm saying it's long distance is because the majority of your interaction is only when you come to school. I'm saying it's it's the feeling of a long distance relationship because you never stay around them long enough to pick up on some bullshit and drama. Nah. Step under them long enough for that. I don't think so. You always get the respect. I just feel like my high school relationship it was good. Like, right. I never. There's a reason why it was good. No, but I'm saying I never missed them the way I missed the dude that I was in a long term relationship with. Like, I don't. To me, I, I didn't get the same feeling from, from those two experiences. Shit. But my long distance relationship was that like. Crack. It was months at a time, not weeks. It's crazy because. I feel like that's the, the, the feeling. Kind of like when niggas smoke crack. 
Once you lose that butterfly feeling, I don't know feeling, about that. <laughs> well, I don't know about it, but what you hear people say is they always chasing that first high. Right. And that first relationship that you have, the first couple of high school relationships you had, it's that fucking feeling. And once you grow up and you don't have that feeling no more, it's like you constantly chasing that feeling. It's just wild. I ain't had that feeling in uh, years. I think the the high chase feeling, I guess you would say, it wouldn't be my high school relationship. It would be the one that I had after. It's like the same way where your first couple kisses or your first years when you were first kissing a girl, you would feel their lips still moving on you after they went away. Like a phantom limb. Yeah. Like a phantom, what they say? Because you phantom just wasn't arm? used to that that sensation. Mm. But as you get older, that shit goes away. Shit's wild. I don't know. And that's probably the feeling that you felt when you got tongue kissed for the first time and didn't like it. What? That shit was everything lips to me. On my lips. Yeah, like it wasn't like the lips. Head. It was the moistness of it all. I can't believe your face right now. Fix your face. <laughs> I didn't like it. I just. It's just weird to me. You're I'm weird. a germy, like a germaphobe type of person. Not extreme, but like, why you look at me like that? <laughs> Bruce, how much I be like, did you wash your hands? Nigga, you ain't got to ask me to wash my hands. Just wash no, your but hands. I'm saying like, how many times do I ask you that? Or I be like, dang. Like yesterday when I put my socks on, I was like, dang, now I got to go wash my hands again. I should put my socks on before I wash my hands. I'm just that type of person. And all I think about when I think about tongue kissing is whatever bacteria is in your mouth is now in my mouth. And we all know how easy it is for me to get sick. So I just. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I see her searching that damn that <laughs> feeling and I can't get that damn feeling because I can't get a goddamn kiss around her. I'm sorry. But. Back to the topic at hand. Look, man. Did you like your long distance relationships? Did I like my long distance relationships? Yes. It was all good. Like my last long distance relationship, shit was great for the most part. Except for the fact, the only thing that's bad about long distance relationships is when you're dealing with a girl that wants you to be on the phone with them all day. And if you miss a phone call, they going down your fucking throat. Like I literally had a girl who. I couldn't miss her phone calls at all. And if I did, and I was like, I was sleep. I don't care if you were sleep. That ain't no excuse. I'm like, so what? what the fuck was I supposed to do? <laughs> like, if I'm sleep, I'm supposed to just, <laughs> I feel like she calling me. I'm up, I'm up. You supposed to be able to hear your phone ring. <sighs> Y'all niggas wild. No? Nah, because I'm putting my phone on silent. Why would you put your phone on silent if you know that your girlfriend is going to call you? I used to be in school all the time. A lot of times so you, you don't sleep and in, in school? No, at the look, same time? look, 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 look. When you come, it's been a plenty of time where you have your phone on vibrate. You don't remember to put your phone back on, your ringer back on when you get home until you miss a call. And then they're like, you come in this motherfucker, why you ain't answering my phone call? Oh, my phone's still on silent for when I was at work. That ain't what you say. You say, I couldn't, I don't know where it's at. Well, I didn't know where my phone was yesterday. Go find it. I left it in the other room. You know, I'm going to be shit. calling. You don't know what I was doing yesterday. I had to. I showed up, don't know what whole, you was doing yesterday. So I need you to answer the phone. Look, now, y'all niggas, man. <laughs> y'all ain't about to control me. I was doing what I was doing where I was, where I be. Oh, all right. Damn See it. how long that lasts. Whatever. 
<laughs> bust down <laughs> in this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. See how long that lasts. Look, anyway. So, yeah. Long distance relationship. I don't know, man. I feel like that's a that's a good topic. I feel like we're going to carry that over into our couples therapy topic because I've always had this theory about long distance relationships and um, how people get complacent in them. You ever thought about that? No. Like, I feel sometimes people like a long-distance relationship more than they like our type of love relationship where we're here with each other every day. Because it's drama-free. It is. Not necessarily free, but it's a different it's way a different of... type of drama that you have. Yeah. And then I feel like sometimes they're more intimate. Yeah. It's because you... It's the miss factor. It's the yearning factor. It's expectation. Yeah, your expectations are a lot lower. No, or they're higher. We'll explain that in the next segment. Here. Like, we'll explain it in the next segment, man. Okay. Yeah, so we'll be right back. Um, we're coming back with the rest of the podcast here. Stay tuned. I love you so. Baby, all I want to do is give you that life. You're going to love it by the end of the night. All right, so we back, babe. And. Want to continue distance, our conversation? Yeah, long-distance relationships, man. And how I feel people get comfortable in long-distance relationships. A lot more comfortable and enjoy. Not even comfortable. But I'm about to say, people enjoy. get comfortable in any relationship. Yeah, yeah. They enjoy long-distance relationships more than they enjoy a committed, face-to-face, everyday relationship. Uh, to a certain extent. I think long distance relationships are cool and they work, but eventually you have to be where that person is. No, but that's the thing. The good thing about a long distance relationship and the reason why we enjoyed them so much is because when you wanted to see them, you couldn't see them, but it was that one point in time where they would come or you would go and it was a, it was something to do. It was a destination. You're going to them. They're coming to you. You're spending time with each other. It's all great. It's like a vacation. And then you leave and go back to your shit. The good thing about it was you could still hang out with your friends. You could do whatever you wanted. You could live a single life, but you just had to be on the phone at a specific time and spend time with that person that way. But you still lived a single life. Excuse me. You still lived a single life. You still flirted with other niggas. No. Whatever the case. Why are you looking at me like that? You're not that good of a girl where you didn't flirt with other guys while you were in I did not, and that's why I was... That was part of my, like... Resentment of the shit? Yeah. Like, <clears> I'm <throat> sitting over here literally doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. Ducking and dodging niggas like they the plague. And you out here wilding in the streets. You didn't go so far, but I'm just saying. Like, granted, even when I was in London, I ain't gonna say I flirted to the point where if something was gonna happen, but... No. You still talk. No. I anyway, didn't. You still clubbed. You still danced on niggas probably. No. That's wild. I wasn't a clubber. You the perfect I didn't girl. Start, I didn't know. No. I didn't start doing all that until after me and him broke up. That's wild. I, I think I went to... No, that was before me and him started dating. Anyway, the reason why I think no. this is the case because I find it is a problem because I think a lot of people can't adjust from coming out of a can or can't can't. I'm not saying you. 
No, I'm, take you I'm, out of it. I'm not feel, taking. I'm listening to what you're uh, saying. A lot of people, once they are so accustomed to a long distance relationship, they can't adjust. And since my brother doesn't listen to my podcast, I'm going to give him as an example. <laughs> my brother is a nigga who cannot adjust to a normal relationship. He's so used to long distance relationships. His relationships works works best when they're long distance. To the point now where his idea of a functioning female is so fucked up. I think that his relationships probably work best long distance for him because of what he does for a living. Like he can devote as much time as he see fit. Yeah, to it without having to worry about being responsible for somebody else's emotions or and making sure that they feel whatever. He can schedule his day. So if he know Bay get off work at four thirty in the afternoon. She like to talk to me on the drive home. I can structure my day so that by four thirty I'm at a stopping point, or I haven't even started yet, and I just started when we get finished. But baby, that's everybody that I'm saying. The reason why, that's my point. That's the rule itself. That's why a lot of people enjoy long distance relationships more than others because of what you just said there. I don't enjoy long distance relationships more than others because of my experience with them. This ain't about you. I'm just talking from a per- I can't speak from nobody else's point of view except for mine. I'm not saying I do either because I don't. I prefer this style of relationship. But I'm saying, my question that I'm putting out is just, do it fuck up people's perception of what a real relationship is? And this is why a lot of people can't maintain. No. I don't think so. Because a lot of people, the majority of the people I know haven't been in a long distance relationship in order for it to mess up whatever their perception is of a regular people being the same place type of relationship. Yeah. I mean, because a nigga can still fuck up being right there. I'm not even talking about from that aspect. I'm just saying like communication wise, spending time together. Having your own separate time, like people, people. I think people are more used to being together, and would prefer that over a long distance relationship. And I don't think that they would even give it a try in order for it to have an impression on them. Well, maybe I'm just giving a guy's perspective. I think guys might, but even now I feel like girls are getting more to that point too now. What, long distance relationships? They prefer them. They may that's not probably admit be, it, but they function better. That's probably because the lack of communication that we have now. Or the fact because that of technology. Can, yeah, technology has given us the access to talk to people. No, not even that. Me. Technology has taken away your interpersonal skills. So when I'm with you, I really don't know what to say. But now we're in a long distance relationship, so I really don't have to say much to you. We can text all day. We can Skype every now and then or FaceTime. Of course it does. It's almost like a text message as opposed to just calling them and saying what you wanted to say. Yeah. Like a long distance relationship is like sending a text message because everything is happening very, very slowly and as you release it. But in a face-to-face committed relationship... You gotta, as it comes, you gotta be present every day. Yeah, you gotta be present. Exactly. I feel like you can check out of. Yeah. Long distance relationships. People enjoy the ability to check out. 
just my opinion on it, but I know your yeah. opinion is they probably prefer to have it there. The reason why I'm saying that they like it more because they get the the opportunity to check out, to have a life. Because a lot of times, like my brother, his biggest argument is, he may not admit it, but it's the fact that they're there the whole time. And he's used to being alone. But that's just an adjustment that you have to make. Like when you're used to being alone, when you want to be alone, it's like you can't have that when you want it anymore. You got to... Get it when you get it, essentially. Or you can just find can somebody who understands that that's part of what you need. True. But the idea of you got to communicate it now as opposed to I can just do it when I want to. And again, you saying that with a long-distance relationship, it fucks up your communication skills and your interpersonal skills. So now you don't even know how no, to No, I didn't say the long-distance there. I said technology and our generation does that. I feel like from my personal experience... That's how I learned to communicate was through long distance relationships because we had no other choice. Like, there's no way for you to know how I'm feeling. I can't give you the silent treatment if we're on the phone talking. Like, I have to be able to explain to you why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. But it's easier for people to maintain long distance relationships now because... It's, yeah, it's it's so much technology at your disposal that it's, it's just as easy to do that than it is to be with somebody 24-7. I don't know. It's the whole idea of when you want to do what you want to do when you're in a committed relationship where you're with each other every day. It's... You can check out when you want to check out. Like you said, that was a very good point. You can check out when you want to check out. And when you... It's harder to check out when you want to check out. Like, it'd be times where you want to check out. Granted, you do. I'm about to say, when don't but I? you don't understand that that's not good that you do without communicating it with me. What do you... Wait, what do you mean by check out? When like, you, if I'll get up and spend the day in the other room? Yeah. Or you be in your feelings and you just, like, you don't want to deal with this. And, you, yeah, again, just be in the other room. Just there. That's not a sign that I just want to be by myself? Yeah, it's a sign that you want to be by yourself. But now you got a real deal with me going in there and saying, baby, what's wrong? Like, talk to me. What's going on? And then I tell you nothing. I'm just chilling. See or (laughs) not. You're missing what I'm trying to say here, but it's cool. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is a lot of times people don't know how to articulate, girl, I just wanted to be to myself right now. And you just all up on me. You all just, and then you don't want to say that because you don't want to be no asshole. So you just like, oh my god, like you, you texting your friend, God, cling Almighty over here. Like the shit's done happened to me before, honestly. I I ain't gonna lie, that relationship right there, I, I couldn't believe. That why shit didn't? Why weren't you able to just be like, hey, I need, I need Baby, a me. You gotta understand, everybody can't be miss I'm communication just, like I'm you. just asking why. Why didn't you just Because people that? are Why immature and stupid. Because you ain't want to hurt her feelings? Yes. Or because you were immature and stupid? Because people are immature and stupid. Okay. I'm just asking. Right. So I need you to realize that when you're coming up with your conclusions that everybody don't communicate that well. I'm, I'm just asking why. That's all I'm asking. I don't I'm know. Point, shit. Pointing fingers. Same reason why we don't know why niggas cheat. I kind of got a reason. Uh, I got an inkling of why niggas cheat. 
I'm asking because I'm not that type of person. Right, but you got to have an open enough mind to know that people are like that. And I'm sitting here telling you that, and you're just like, no, well, no. No, no. I'm just saying, I understand that people not like that, but what makes a person be not afraid to say it, but just... It's the same thing with Ready to Love and Aaron... Not being real with those girls. Cause I just feel like he or the fact that away. none of them wanted to break up with the girls. The girls just had to take a fucking hint. None of them were. And you could say that such and such did. No. No. Right. None of them did. Because they say they don't want to They just didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Or hurt somebody's feelings. Exactly. So that's the point. Your thing is you don't give a fuck about nobody's feelings. Well, maybe y'all need to take a little bit of that. You should care about people's feelings. Baby, I care about, you your feelings. To care about your feelings. I care about your feelings. Yeah, so that's about it. That's about it. But yeah, I mean, that's the re- that's the reason why I feel people like long distance because you don't have to explain it. You can just not answer your phone and deal with it. I'm and then you have to deal, deal with, with the why don't you answer your phone? I can deal with that after I'm done doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do. See, and that's or what a, that's what a commu- you disgust yes. me. You disgust me. But that's what a communication come in at. I know. But that's Why what I'm saying. Why can't you just... I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying as a person... You, <laughs> you should playing just, devil's advocate and it's fucking with me right now. No, I'm just saying as a person, you should just be able to pick up the phone and be like, <clears throat> I don't need how much to say today because... Because it ain't going to end with that. this, that, and the third happened. It never ends with that. <laughs> Why won't he just talk to me? Just tell me what's wrong with you. Then the girl started internalizing. What did I do? Oh, my God. Oh, see, that's from a guy's perspective. No, I'm just saying. That's your experience with gir- with a girl, right? Yes. My experience with a guy is totally different than of that. Of course. That's what. There's a nigga waiting on you to tell me don't call me. <laughs> what? No, I never told him don't call me. I need me. a day to myself, or <laughs> I want to shower. Really don't feel like talking. Oh, take as much time as you need. You, you all right? You cool? Good. All right. I t- call me when you're ready to talk. No. That wasn't my experience. But I would just be like, I don't feel like talking. And he'd be like, what happened? And then I end up telling him everything that happened. So I felt like... Like I said, it never be the end. You go... (laughs) You just don't listen. I am listening. You got it all, though. It's cool. You're older than me, so maybe you do. Older than you? You're older than me. It's one year, Bruce. Hey, that one year might be all the wisdom you need. Where you going? I need to stretch. Damn, can I get up? I was—I thought you was out to walk somewhere. I was, but then I realized I'm talking right now. <laughs> We're not doing a podcast? Look, man, sometimes you got to stretch. <laughs> sometimes you got to stretch it out. Right. Yeah. I kind of want to go see this. What is that? Step Africa. Step, stomp the yard? It's not stomp the yard. It's Step Africa. Stomp the yard. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Would you trade our relationship for a long distance relationship? No, but I kind of would want to see what it had. What would it have been right now had we had that? Really? I've been thinking about that sometimes. I never thought about that. Would it been better? What do you think? Because our communication would have been at its peak, or would it been better? You think because... we don't have good communication now? No, we do got good communication, but it took a while to develop it though. We weren't on the same page for a while. Sometimes I wonder about our communication even now. Exactly. You still feel like I don't listen to you. You still feel like I don't value your opinion. 
still to this day. So true. It is what it is. Um, and you don't understand that I'm the type of person. You don't understand the type of person I am, but it's whatever. You still haven't learned it yet. Um, but also, I'd be thinking if it would have developed our intimacy a little bit more, having a long distance relationship. Like I said, long distance relationships build a yearning and a desire and a and a I miss you. You can't see the difference to that. You can't see the difference to that when we moved in together. Yeah. I feel like that's that's the same thing. It would have been to the extreme though, had we had miles apart from us. Mm. It would have been extremer. It would have been way extreme. Extremer. I know that's not <laughs> it would have been way extreme. Or it was yeah, more extreme. Maybe. Because you still knew that I was a less than a 10-minute drive away. And you was going to come over every night, which you did. But I still missed you when I left. Exactly. That was the school. And you just compared it to a, 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 a long-distance relationship. That's what I was saying with school. Our relationship before we moved in together was identical to school. You just bought it all home for me. I appreciate you. Now I'm a genius. I guess. Now you're a genius? Mm-hmm. So freaking humble. Not. And I appreciate you for bringing it together for me. I don't know. I still. I still don't think it was the same in school. What are you doing? I was looking at something. You just did it. Did what? You just compared our beginning relationship to a longest relationship. And if you think about our the beginning of our relationship, you went to your separate household. I went to my separate household. When you weren't at work, when I wasn't at work, we were together. Uh-huh. We hung out on the weekends when we didn't have to work. We hung out during the weekdays, we too. We did. But you claim that you did that in high school, too. I did it somewhat, somewhat. It wasn't. It was a little bit different with my high school sweetheart because... Her parents didn't really fuck with me like that because of her religion. I don't know. I had to ponder more on that. You just bought it together for me. So, listeners, you heard it here first. Brittany just bought it all home for me, and she already know what it is. So, it is what it is. But, yeah, we're going to move on to the next topic here. That was a good little discussion there. Um, Next, for the culture. Are we going to talk about... Soldier Boy. If you want to. I just feel. Compelled. The nigga was it. He was the it. He was the it factor. Back I don't think nobody. um Argue that. They did give him his flowers. Yeah. You know, they brought him his roses and what have you. Sometimes you gotta. Credit. Sometimes you gotta present what you did to the people. And let them go look. Yeah. And verify it for themselves and see that you was right. Especially with this generation, because a lot of these kids feel like if you wasn't around during Instagram, then you didn't exist. This generation don't know Soldier Boy? I know a I lot would of... I'd be surprised if they do. I work, at, I work in you a barbershop, and I, the dudes was talking about it the other day, and... One dude, one guy, he was probably about our age, and he was basically defending Soldier Boy's point. And most of them was just like, 
we ain't got no choice but to believe you because that one our era, they like 80s babies. Mm-hmm. So they was like... Yeah, he was around in the club when that shit was out. That's what I'm saying. But they tried to act like they Don't was on some shit. young Jeezy that and shit played in whatever the club. else. But I was just... They was just like, well, that's, that one our era. You know, so... If that's what you if if that's that's what y'all saying he did that's what he did, and I'm just like, stop fucking playing. Yes, you was at the homecoming cranking that going crazy. Well, they wanted they wanted in high school at that point. No, I'm saying, but you was they was in high school. They weren't in high that's school. That's what I'm saying. They was at the college homecoming. They were some street dudes. They was at the college homecoming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Civilians be at the non-college GED. <laughs> you ain't. Car-carrying motherfucking niggas be at the goddamn homecoming. They went there for one semester. Right. Dropped they out. for a month, nigga. They dated a girl. Right. Who, went, who was in school. Had her ass drop out. <laughs> Shit. But yeah. I stayed on corporal. <laughs> Shit. And I used to just come over, you know. I stayed at Mission College. <laughs> Niggas used to come have a kickback in my crib. I used to, you know, bring the liquor. Shit like that. So, nigga. But, um, yeah, they, they lying if they said they ain't fuck with Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy was that nigga, dog. Like, I remember the first time I really heard his music was when I went to Florida. Because for some odd reason, I don't know why, but all the music used to come from the South. Literally. When I was in Michigan, and the only way I would be, it would be like we would hear shit way later than y'all. It'd be something we was over. Not over, but y'all, y'all already been done, learned the dances, had everything. This is before YouTube, so it took a while for shit to travel. It wasn't but before you YouTube. Had it was in the midst of it all. Yeah, we did, but you see all this shit, but you're like soldier boy. Uh, tea pain. You didn't know what the fuck that shit was. What I didn't know. The only way that. Go ahead. What I didn't know was that he used to take his songs on LimeWire and make them the titles of other people's songs. So if it'll be like Fifty Cent in the club, you download it, and it's actually a Soldier Boy song. Well, yeah. that was very. <clears throat> good strategic the always been a good business mind we're gonna talk about that later but I will say this is how music worked at least up north for us so my cousin Quanda went to Florida and now mm-hmm. when I tell you she was the reason why I heard a lot of the music that I heard like Kaya my neck my, my neck, back my bad, yeah I thought that was her one hit she had hella music and every time she would come back home she would bring like mixtapes and shit Mm-hmm. Like CDs and that she would be playing and shit, and I'd be in the car with her. Or I'm like, damn, what's this? And she'd give me the mixtape, and that was the first time I heard Get Low. I had Get Low before anybody heard of it in Michigan, because a lot of the music would come out before they did the video. Niggas be already on it down south, up north. Nobody knew about it. I remember it was in, I was in sixth grade. I had the goddamn mixtape. We was on our way to Cedar Point, which is in Ohio. And I'm letting the girls hear this shit. Like, oh, shit, what's this? So like, bad. this shit hard, huh? I said, I want to go there so bad. Oh, shit, we used to go every summer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, they in the back of the bus listening to that shit, going crazy. And I'm like, y'all don't even know what this is. They're like, no, nah, but this shit dope. Get Low, uh, Sierra, My Goodies, all that shit. They, like, My Goodies was the only song that we thought Sierra had. O came out. Uh, what uh-huh. First time I ever heard it, I was at FAMU. 
at the motherfucking on the yard or whatever, and they playing the show. I'm like, what's this? They're like, oh, this is Sierra. I'm like, oh, she got nothing there. I'm like, oh, shit, going crazy. It was so much music that she used because to bring back. Because that's where on. the music was coming from during yeah. that time. Yeah, and I used to hear it in you the club. You was closer to it. I'm Sprung. The only reason why we knew about On Sprung was because, in, in T-Pain, was because when we went to Florida and them for band camp, you know, he was from Tallahassee. They had all his music, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, all his shit. So. Like that <clears throat> popping local artist. Yeah, he was the popping local artist. And they put his shit in a dance mix. This was before the world even knew who T-Pain was. So a lot of times, they was playing the song and like niggas in Georgia, niggas in Virginia, niggas in Michigan didn't even know what the song was. And I'm like, what the fuck is On Sprung? They like, T-Pain, T-Pain, T-Pain. I'm like, who the fuck is T-Pain? They played the shit. I was like, oh, okay. And next thing I know, you. the only way we found out what new music was out was BET. 106 and Park had to drop that shit. As the, the new, new joint. The new joint. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only way we was able to find the music. So, T-Pain, uh, who else? What was that boy name? Sean Kingston. I remember when I went down to Florida and in my year when I went to band camp, the songs that was hot was Soulja Boy Tell Em. Um, what's this shit called? You, Super, Superman the Hell? Yeah. That shit was popping. First time I heard that. Uh, Damn all these beautiful girls. Sean First time I heard that down there. And it was some other shit. Get It Shouty. Ironically, Lord. First time I heard that, and I want to say two step. That whole dance mix, I never heard none of that music until I went down to Florida. The shit was crazy. Shit, it was the best times ever. But it was just sad how without the internet, shit took forever to travel. Now everybody can hear everything, and you be on everything now. We had to wait too much. The only way I was able to find music is my cousin literally had to bring a mixtape from Florida and let me hear that shit. That's how music travels. Now it'd be too much. <clears throat> now it's an oversaturation. You got SoundCloud. You got YouTube. You just it take you a minute to find it. Now you just be like, I don't even like this shit. I don't like all these new artists. No, it's not even that. It's song. just like you literally got to go looking for what you want. It's not going to just rise to the top because well, it's too much. Now that we ain't uh, <laughs> on Google's books now, I can talk about Spotify freely. Spotify, those motherfuckers be finding some shit. They do. Oh, they good. I'm putting y'all on game with Spotify. Them motherfuckers is nice, dog. They about to make me get rid of my damn Google account. Yep. Because uh, that's on the work. Them in damn the works. playlists, I don't have to hit skip. I never have to hit it skip. Like, I just let it play. Yeah, I don't think I've skipped a song on any other playlist on Spotify. Shit's crazy, bro. And it's like they... And I, the algorithms is good. out of the genre, but it be like, oh, shit, this is what I want really? to do right now. Sometimes... Mine's don't be out the genre. Like, nigga, I went from playing Kendrick Lamar to Big Shine and Cash Down. I'm going jazz rap to Big Shine. Them niggas talking about fuck all that, fuck all day or fuck all night or whatever. But it was just the way they integrated it together. It was so perfect, and I was just like, bro, this is what I want to hear right now. I'm here for this right now. I um, what was it? Trap House Jazz. I was listening to that station, and it played every good thing, every single 
good thing. Every good thing? Yes. Everything was amazing. I loved it. No skip. And the crazy thing is, is that you could play an album, and once the album's over, it'll play you songs. Yeah. Because I listened to um, LMA the other day, and I was like, Bro, LMA is fucking this, I, I was like, this album long? Right. LMA but, got some shit. LMA is good. She is. I enjoyed that album thoroughly. And then the more you I You didn't Spotify, enjoy the album thoroughly. You just picked what songs you ain't like. We seen it. Right. Well, I didn't like the top half <laughs> of I still feel that way. I still ain't heard them shit. So I enjoyed it thoroughly. I you enjoyed did. it thoroughly, though. You From enjoyed the part it where I started, unthoroughly. Bro, it was 12 <laughs> songs on the album. I don't listen to four. That's a damn good album. If it was thorough, you would listen to all 12. There's only certain people in my life that can get that. Chris Brown don't even get that. You ain't listening to all 45? Maybe once. <laughs> Maybe once. Like, yeah, you got to listen to the first time all the way through. Look, man. Chris Brown has never made an album I could consistently listen to from top to bottom. Except what? for royalty. X? X was close. X was close. He was getting the formula together. Fortune, I could listen to the first half. Fame. Fame, I can't listen to all the way through. Really? Fortune, I could a little bit. Um, X, I can listen to it. I could skip maybe one or two songs. No. Maybe X, one you or gotta two. Listen X, to you the can whole listen to thing. it close to. Yeah, that's close. Royalty, I can listen to that from top to bottom. Royalty was the best. And you got on it late. But I don't even uh, know songs from Royalty other than singles. That shit crazy. Fuck you back to sleep. Single. Uh, Liquor. Single. Um, discover. Fucking hard. Um, I don't know proof, none of them. The one that Bryson Tiller wrote for him. Oh my God. That don't know so none hard. of them. You gotta listen to that one. I, I, you should listen to that album when you're at work tomorrow. That album was so... That was his best album. And it came out at the perfect time. It came out around Christmas time. For some odd reason, that album gives me a wonder vibe. It really gives me a wonder vibe. But, um... So... Good news, y'all. Black Lightning did not get canceled. Yet. Yet. So, for those of y'all who don't know, our favorite creative couple... It's on the rocks, nigga. Yeah. Uh, Celine McHale and Ma Brock McHale, our beloved show, Love Is, was canceled. I don't even think they went into production for season two yet. They had gotten picked up right after season one. But um, they also do the show on the CW called Black Lightning, and it's basically like a DC comic that they turn into a show about a black superhero. Yeah, and it comes on. Well, we recording this on a Monday. The the uh, winter premiere of it comes on tonight. We're just keeping our fingers crossed that they don't take this show away until they thoroughly investigate these accusations and come up with whether it really happened or not. I think I know why they took Love Is off. Why? Because it was about them? It was about them. Directly. Right. And I just feel like it was on own. And Oprah ain't having that. She'll need that at her <sighs> table. She'll need that at her house. When I tell y'all Love Is was so good. They and know, they had babe. a budget. They know. No, a lot of people don't. Cause I was talking about it at work. And when they didn't, they said they never watched it. I was like, Y'all wildin', bro. They're like, well, there's so many shows. I'm this like, is why. This is not so many shows. This is the show. 
Right. Love is my You should be watching the best season ever. Love is. Watching That's you. pretty much what's on what what else you said? I said you should be watching the shy and love is. Uh-huh. Like those are the two Oh yeah, and we're waiting for shows We can't wait for that shit because I'm that you must oh, watch. That's what we gotta revisit. I, mean, I know. You, you said that I was like, we, <laughs> we didn't talk about this. that. B E T answer our prayer. I think they heard us, y'all. I want to say they heard us. No, they heard they the heard world. Us. It won't just us. Whoever that girl was that made the uh, meme her, yeah. about all of the things that BET should be doing with their channel. All we need now is Aisha Curry cooking show. BET, if this gets show. to you, yes, you need to get Aisha Curry on a cooking show. show. And you need to get a house flipping show. And I'm going to tell y'all who y'all need for y'all house flipping show. Tell them all the other stuff that BET well, got coming, so, baby. BET is getting it together because they got the right directors to direct these shows right now. Granted, they still got a couple misses on there right now. But the anticipation of what they got coming for 2019 as far as the Soul Train... I don't know if it's like a... It's a um, mini-series. Mini-series thing. It's, they're advertising it to the point... They're advertising it correctly to the point where it makes me interested and want to watch it. Solely because they're so good at bi- uh, biopics. Is that the word for it? Biopics. Yeah. They're so good at those that this seems like it's one, but they're turning it into a show, which I, in, I applaud them on because I'm like... Yeah, if y'all good at this aspect of it, and if y'all can make it a show, like a series, that'd be even better. Okay, I got them. I couldn't remember their name. This couple is the couple that BET need to reach out to to get them a house flipping show. They already had one on HGTV. They never got renewed for a second season for whatever reason. But they did really, really good work. They was on Flipper Flop Fort Worth. The name is Ashley and Andy Williams. And they're two um, military veterans who are both flipping houses now. So, BET went and got Lena Waithe. And was it Jada Pinkett? Mm, Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Jada Pinkett get in. They're redoing um, Boomerang. They're turning that into a a series. We make a low down dirty shame. No, they need to leave that alone. That would be good. And they could put the uh the boy, the karate boy in there as well. No, because he about to have his own movie. That shit ain't happening. With Lee Daniels, you think Lee Daniels is not about to make a gay superhero when he already told y'all like seven years ago that that was one of his dream projects? Low down, dirty shame. Make it happen. No. They did Boomerang. Y'all could have let Boomerang be. If they don't do this Boomerang, I'm going to be pissed. The only reason why I have faith in it is because I got Lena White on that's the only reason why I got faith in Yeah, I don't think she's going to deliver a trash product. She's not, because she wrote The Shy. So, and The Shy, God damn it, if they don't bring it back, I'm going to be pissed. Well, she had to do Boomerang. Which one do you want? You want something new Ooh, and, to get it started and she can go back to the old thing? All this time you've been wanting BET to do better, she just had to put The Shy on pause. The white people at HBO can wait. BET needs you. This is true. You're right. For the black. Do yeah. it for the culture. Do it for the black. I'm about to change that. We ain't doing it for the culture no more. We're doing it for the black. God damn it. No. Bruce, shut up. It's an old saying from the 90s. For the black. I ain't never heard nobody say that. It's cool. You ain't never really watched House Party like that. That's on you. Boy, bye.
What's the next subject? That's about it, man. We just proud of BET right now, man. Like, I really appreciate the work that they're doing. And, again, y'all know that every night we always, well, anytime that we record, we always put BET in the background right now. What's is that right a good now? luck charm? It is a good luck charm. Uh, are we focused. done yet? The ice are we cube done yet? Yeah. They always play a fucking I feel movies, like I man. had another put up on game. Would we be here for oh. them doing a video show? No. I just miss the music aspect. Of Go music to YouTube shows. and watch all the music videos you want to. I just miss the idea. We got to talk about you. Oh, yeah, that's what we need to That shit crazy, bro. Oh, the killer might uh, oh, trigger. We got a couple things, actually. I just thought about King Karan, too. Relax, man. Why you always gotta do that to me, dog? It's the way you looked at me like you was about to say some shocking and revealing stuff. You almost forgot. Go ahead, man. Just do what you want. <laughs> so we got um Trigger Warning by Killer Mike, which is on Netflix. It's funny as hell. We three episodes in, and when I say you will die laughing at the absurdity and the necessary what necessity. That's the word I'm looking for. Necessariness. Oh shit. Of these topics, they're really, especially the education one, that was funny. All of them have a good judge to it. Yeah, a good but then core. It has like some extremist vibes to it at, at some points. Yeah, and then he wrote he wrote you back in with the principle of of the change, or the premise of what it was, yeah. what, it was what the intention was. And then you got um, the show you. That y'all probably already watching. Netflix killer. But what's so crazy about that show is that it was on Lifetime at first. Nobody talked about it. Damn, Lifetime had a hit. And nobody talked about it. That shit's a hit. That jank went on Netflix and literally my timeline blew up Bird Box style about this freaking show. It was even wilder, more wild about it is this shit is Lifetime as fuck. It is because it was on Lifetime. It screams. Screams Lifetime Movie Network. That's crazy. And nobody watches. Netflix it. is killing. They take people's shows and make them more popping. Yep. I didn't who watch Breaking Bad on AMC. I'm about to say, who show did they have the... Who show did they pick up recently? Like, the first season was on a on network yeah, channel. And, and then they picked it up and then did the second season of, of it. No. It wasn't House of Cards. That was a Netflix, Netflix original. original. That was, like, the first Netflix original. But, yeah, that... um. It's really, really good. And it's it's one of those shows that's just like... It's another show that's absurd to the point you just can't stop watching it. And then you got the show that should have been Bruce's show. The um, dude from Instagram, King Kiran. Well, he's from... Uh, what was the other one that went down? Vine. He originally started making videos in Vine, but he got a show on Fuse called That White People-ish. And basically, he do things that typically white people would do, like um, glass blowing and chainsaw carving and uh, cosplay. The people who dress up as <laughs> like night, yeah, medieval what the fuck knights. They call them shits. I, I don't what they know. Called them. I knew the name for it, but I thought it was cosplay, but it's not the same thing. And he just basically, you know, see why. White people like doing the recreations that they like doing. 
It's very interesting. And it basically is a show to kind of like... You just talk about stereotypes. Yeah, to basically like destroy all stereotypes and bring people closer together in a humorous way. It's a really good show. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's everything, babe. We covered it all, man. But um, check us out on our socials. Like, comment, and subscribe. We gotta remember to keep to do that in the beginning of it. Yeah. If you're here with us right now, people, if you made it to the end, this is a shorter episode, honestly. This is only going to be probably like an hour or so, but... That's cool. Which is great. If you made it to the end of this podcast, follow us on our socials, people, and we yep. need y'all to comment. Oh. That's the one thing I want to touch on on Soldier Boy. What? The interview that he had on... Um, Renaissance. The That's Jank with Academic. Renaissance. Renaissance Festival. What is that? That's what those oh, the medieval thing. Yeah, they call Renaissance Fest. Oh, but um, they was like the girl literally said out of her mouth, "Why do you got so many businesses?" Yeah, in an upset way. Brush I'm so supposed to, like, if y'all haven't seen that whole bunch if y'all of haven't seen that video. I'm going to put it on the page. Shit was crazy. But I was bro. just like, is this is this really questions that, that we asking people? But Why do you have so many businesses? And you know what it bought me to? Bought me to? Was what? the whole Killer Mike thing when he was in there giving an interview with them people. And they were talking about one white man told us what his aspiration was. This nigga um, said flipping real estate. Da, 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 da. And every black person that he asked in that room said, well, my real dream is music. I really want to do production on the production side, really. I'm just like... Oh, I was so disappointed God. in us. So oh. disappointed in us. But oh. when I seen that video, I was like, who is this girl? Get her off the TV, Get the internet. Everything, bro. Whatever she on. She's Because she's bringing us back. She's taking poison. us back as a people. And she didn't find nothing wrong with her accent. Why do you have Why so many Why do you businesses? have so many businesses? She thought it was like... A, a negative thing for him to have many businesses. And then they were like, how are you scamming people on these consoles? Granted, he's not scamming people on the consoles, but he did kind of do some shady shit with the games. But I applaud no, the nigga for getting it. But did you did you see his Breakfast Club interview? No. What? He said what happened. About was, the whole licensing situation? No. And the fact that he didn't think it was going to do as well as it did. He only had a certain amount. And people were still buying them, so he was back ordered. And I'm just like, what is well, that? The only, the charger. Uh, the only reason why he's getting a lot of backlash from Nintendo because he was talking shit. And he probably would have been able to get away with it. he paid for the license. Though. I'm pretty. No, nah, they said he didn't pay for them. That's the reason why Nintendo is swimming. Oh, he didn't pay for them. No, nah, he didn't pay for the license. I thought he did. No. But it made sense if he didn't think it was going to do that well. I get that. And Nintendo probably wouldn't have said shit, but he kept talking shit about it. But this is my thing. They've had those kind of game consoles before. Right, but you got to buy a license. Nintendo don't have a problem with that. Right. As long as you pay for the license of it. And he didn't. Right. See, I didn't, I didn't know that. that part. Yeah, that's not, you know. But I, I commend them still for the whole idea of just being yeah. a black console maker. Support that shit. Shit. I would buy the damn console. I was looking at them phones that Killer Mike had. Them damn watches and shit he got. All that shit. I'm like, bro, just. Soldier watch. Look, man, Soldier is just really trying to put everybody up on game. Even if you don't want to buy it for Soldier Boy, why the fuck do we have a problem buying stuff that our people Soulja make? Why the fuck Boy we have a problem with it? It's like not wearing Fubu. Ray J. Yeah, he just went about it wrong. 
He's the new Ray J. But Ray J did it the right way, and it took y'all a while but, to get on Ray J. But shit. Ray J was a little bit older, and Ray J also has his family as a blueprint. His dad is there, you know, helping him. Probably in the beginning, he got people to bounce ideas off of. Soulja Boy still hanging with hood niggas. Well, Soulja Boy getting this shit from the dirt. <laughs> yeah, and if so. you think about it, his whole operation is from the dirt. His music empire, he started that shit up on his own. Yeah, recognize that he's, man for being a hustler. He's learning as he mind. goes. Yeah. So. And it's disheartening because he got people discouraging him all the way around because, if for some odd reason. When people are through with you, they fucking think you corny or chatty or some shit. And they're not realizing that it wouldn't be any of this music without that nigga. He was the original maker of dumb dumb music, pretty much. Yep. And um, all I can say is, don't nobody talk about Chameleon there. That nigga sitting courtside. Huh. Him and Spectacular from Pretty Ricky. Because they making smart money decisions. She get mad at this nigga for having many businesses. How many businesses you need? I wish Dame Dash was on there. <laughs> to straighten her out. Shit. I don't even care for Dame like that. Why you got so many businesses? This why your ass work for somebody still? Why you ain't got... And he was like, why you ain't got no businesses? Exactly. Shit's crazy, bro. Shit is crazy. So Very much so. Hell out of here, babe. <laughs> yeah, but follow us on our socials, people. It was a really, really good episode, man. I appreciate y'all for y'all support. Just continue to support us. Um, yeah, let's say bye to the people, babe. Bye, y'all. We out of here. Boy, you so late, get out the past Watching me walk away, you want it back, I know I know, yeah, I know Heard you been asking my friends about me Trying to see where I've been Trying to see you one week Trying to slide back on the slick, yeah I know you mad and your feelings You were sleeping on the cake, yeah Now I got you feeling sick And you madder than a bitch, yeah well, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang Like a boomerang Sorry to say it's nothing you offering I let you go, so baby, just go away I hate to say it, but shit ain't the same, no Boy, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang Sorry to say it's nothing you offering I let you go, so baby, just go away I hate to say it, but shit ain't the same Night after night, I was up looking stupid. It's funny how the tables turn. Believing in fairy tales, waiting on, yeah, waiting on Cupid. Guess it was all in my mind. I was just wasting my time. Hoping that you come back, come round to your senses. So much for wishful thinking. You push me to my limit, and I'm And I ain't coming back, boy, believe that. You did enough, you can't do no more to break my heart Yeah Boy, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang Boomerang Sorry to say it's nothing you offering I let you go, so baby, just go away I hate to say it, but shit ain't the same no. Boy, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang
like a boomerang. Like a boomerang. Sorry to say it's nothing you offering. Nothing you can do. I let you go, just go away. I hate to say it, but shit ain't the same. No, no. Shit ain't the same. Shit ain't the same. Shit ain't the same. No. It ain't the same. 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 